This is part four of the series. Apples, I am sure you will agree that now more than ever, life is hectic. So many things on our mind, so many tasks to complete in one day, lots of care and burdens and worry. And quite frankly, it is getting harder and harder to access peace, much less protect our peace. Well, in this multi-part series here on the Good Apple Podcast, I am really excited because I'm going to be sharing with you actionable steps you can take, practical things that you can do that are Bible-based to help you protect your peace. Recently, I spoke at my church's annual women's event and I spoke about peace worth protecting. Now, whether you are male or female, young or old, I know you're going to be blessed. So stay tuned. Apples. Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Okay, Apples, before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a moment just to welcome all of our new and returning listeners. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's not an accident you are here. God ordained this moment. If you are tuning in for the first time, then be sure to reach out to me. Let me know you are here so that I can give you a proper good Apple welcome. And if you've been listening for some time now and you haven't let me know, Apple, please reach out because you deserve a proper welcome as well. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to speaking with you each and every Sunday. Every Sunday, you know that I like to give a special good Apple shout out to someone who has let me know that he or she is tuning in. So this Sunday, I'm really excited and honored because my good Apple shout out goes to none other than Mr. Josie. That's right. The good Apple shout out this week is to Laron, my husband of over 10 years. He has been tuning in over the course of the Good Apple podcast. So that's about a year. Okay. So we are actually celebrating one year of episodes here on the Good Apple Podcast. So I'm so honored to be able to say that my husband tunes in and he also gives me a lot of behind the scene support and encouragement. So the Good Apple Podcast would definitely not be able to be present every Sunday if it weren't for the behind the scenes help of my husband, whether he is helping with the children, whether he's giving me ideas and just encouraging me to keep going, keep posting, keep recording and editing. So Laurent, thank you so very much for your continued love, real love and support of me here, but also to just your support of the Good Apple community. Thank you so very much for being here. This episode of the Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves 
for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.sharondasimone.com. Now back to our show. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that we will receive all that you have for us, Lord, in this episode. Amen. Because I have flesh. But it's more so because God is great. And we do it unto God. It's not about us. Got your pearls? Hold your pearls. Hold your pearls. There might be some people that you might have to. The closeness. The closeness. Next slide. Next slide. Now we all know, well, most of us know about the story of the Samaritan woman, right? The woman by the well. Are you guys getting any help from this? Yes, yes. Every, okay, all right, just want to make sure, want to make sure. And the woman by the well is a story usually... When I've heard it talked about, you know, it's like, hmm, you know, the woman by the well. But look what the Lord did. And he did. Jesus did a big, a big deal, right? Because she was converted from her previous life to the new life in Christ. So it, it, it is a great story of salvation and redemption. But I like to look at the underdog. Let's look at the woman at the well, okay? Because I think there's some stuff that we can get from her. All right, next slide. So, in the book of John, it says, Therefore, John says, John 4, Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to, a, to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the, pl- near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there, or being wearied from his journey, sat by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is that, that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, a Samaritan woman? Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her and said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The first thing that jumped out to me about the Samaritan woman was that she acknowledged her separation from Jesus. Jesus knew the separation, but she acknowledged the separation. The separation was such that Samaritans and Jews didn't talk. Jesus obviously did not care about that because he talked to the Samaritan woman. But I like the fact that she inquires, like, I know that there is a problem here, so why are you talking to me? Ladies, this was her first step in accessing that living water from Christ Jesus. 
she acknowledged the separation. So what could be our separation in life? Poor time management. If you don't manage your time well, you can't spend time with Jesus like you should. You can't take, a, take care of yourself like you should. You're always frazzled, running around, disturbed, no peace. Poor time management. That could be a separation from the peace of Jesus Christ. Or maybe a temper. Maybe your temper. You haven't fully grasped how to manage your emotions. Maybe that is what's separating you from the peace of Jesus Christ. Because you fly off at the handle so easily. Ladies, the first step that this lady took in accessing that living water was she acknowledged that there was a separation. She said, I'm a Samaritan, you're a Jew. What's, what's going on here? Let's keep reading. If we go to verse 15, so Jesus had offered her this living water. And what did she say? Next slide. She says, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. She was bold and specific. Have you ever had a time in your life when you know you want something to change, but you just say, Lord, fix it. Fix, fix what? Be bold and specific. I was working up north a few years ago. And I was so unhappy. Oh, I was so unhappy. I mean, every morning I would wake up, I would sit in the car and cry before work. I was, it, the atmosphere was negative. Uh, the patients were wonderful. My coworkers were sweet. But management, I'll just leave it there. Management, okay? Thank you, Jesus. Management. And I remember nonspecific, ineffective prayers. Number one, you can't just say, fix it, Lord, because he already did on Calvary. Can I get an amen? We need to come from a position of we already have, and Satan's trying to take. That is a different position. That's a whole nother day. But the position should be, it is already fixed, Satan. How dare you try and come and take it from me? That's a different position. That's a different posture. But here I was, fix it, Lord, fix it. I was not specific. I was whiny. And what do we do with whiny children? We send them to the corner to learn their lesson in peace. <laughs> it just takes longer when you have a child who's just whiny. Face it. Lauren, what, what do you want? I want it. Lauren, what do you want? I want it. This is a real conversation with my two-year-old, okay? But Lauren, what do you want? I want it. We can't talk like that to God. You want what? The Samaritan woman was bold and specific. She wanted her peace. You tell me what it is, I want it. Don't play chicken with God. What you want? Speak up. The lady got living water. She got peace. Why? Because she was bold and specific. We're good Southern girls. I'm from way South Jamaica. <laughs> but we need to be bold and specific with our father. Yes? yes. If you want to that if, you want, if there is an issue in your life, you need to be bold and specific. And it wasn't until I got bold and specific that things changed. It's not that you didn't hear me. But I wasn't bold. I wasn't specific. 
I want it. What do you want, Lauren? I want it. What do you want, Lauren? I want it. Lauren, what do you want? He knew what she needed. But we see many times in the Bible that Jesus did when people requested. He's a gentleman. You think you're polite? <laughs> He's a gentleman. Ladies, be bold and specific. You want peace in the area of your life? Be bold about it. Be bold. I've heard so many stories of women who wanted their spouse or women who wanted to have children. And it wasn't until they went up to the altar and were unashamed to say, I'm standing here believing for my spouse. I'm standing here believing for my child. I'm standing here believing for my breakthrough. Because your movement, you're taking up that yoke of Jesus that changes things. I want it, what do you want? I want it, what do you want? Bold and specific. All right, next slide. Then we read. So now she's asked for the, the living water, okay? Verse 16, Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. Gets interesting after this, right? The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have said well. I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one who you know who you are with now is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. As I was reading up about, you know, the woman at the well, I found out that Samaritans at that time, they worshipped multiple gods, uh, five, usually, five gods. And so it's as though they go to multiple gods, one god for this, another god for that. Little Gs, obviously, right? Little Gs. And so she had multiple little Gs trying to get to, you know, one whole piece. And she was doing the same thing in her personal life. Instead of having one husband, which at that time, women could not truly survive without a spouse because there were so many restrictions on what women could do. So even if she had it in and of herself, society would not allow her to survive without a spouse. But she didn't have one, she didn't have two, she didn't have three, she had five. Again, representative of what? Of a fragmented resource pool. So that was very unpeaceful in her life. Ladies, if you're going to access the Christ or Jesus Christ's peace, we are going to have to stop fragmenting our resources. One God, He is our source, not your job. One God, He is your source. The woman at the well lacked peace. She lacked living water. She was fragmented in her worship. She was fragmented in her resources. And it showed. So when she came to Jesus, when she met Jesus at the well, he was able to get rid of all of that. But she was honest and vulnerable. We need to have some honesty moments. When we go to Jesus, it doesn't make sense when we try and hide. Because he knows us. He already knew. He asked the question he already knew the answer to. He knew. But he wanted for her to be honest and vulnerable. If we're going to access 
that peace, it's going to take honesty and vulnerability because he's going to be able to work with what we give him. If you give him a little bit of you, he'll work with a little bit. If you give him a lot of you, he'll work with a lot of it. Five little G's, five husbands, and the one she was with wasn't her own. He said, we have to switch all that up. Access the living water. Next slide. Now, if we go all the way down to verse 28, so more conversation has happened. The disciples have come back. The lady then leaves, and what does she do? Now she has, she's met the Messiah. Life has been changed. She's gonna, there's a transformation happening. What does she do? She goes out and she tells everyone in town what happened. She shared her transformation. And because of that, there was a revival in that area. Ladies, the peace of Jesus, we don't keep it to ourselves. Just like the lady at the well, the woman at the well, she went and she spread the news. And that caused a revival. That caused a change, not only in her, but in everyone else around her. Next slide. At times in my life, I need to meet Jesus by the well. Meet him by the well. Acknowledge your separation. Acknowledge what's holding you back. Is it time management? You've got children. You can buy all the planets in the world. But if we don't have discipline that comes truly from Christ Jesus, it's futile. It's futile. I've tried. <laughs> is it your temper? What is it that is separating you from having that deeper relationship with God? Accessing that peace long term. Whatever that separation is, identify it and give it to Jesus at the well. And then be bold and specific with your requests. Bold and specific. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast the weekly show that airs on Sundays. Thanks for being here. Now back to our show. Honest and vulnerable. So many times we want to appear a certain way. And because of that, we have a facade. And that facade, we take even to to our houses with us. And we forget to take it off. And so we go to Jesus with the facade. It's ineffective. He can't do anything with that. Be honest and vulnerable. And then finally, be willing to share your transformation. Because that's what sparks revival. That's what helps other women. That's why I'm being transparent up here. I told you about my pity party. Okay? But in that moment, the Lord used it. Because I, I invited him to my pity party, and he showed up and he called me out. And that's what a good parent does. <laughs> All right, next slide. All right, T-Apples, that is it for today's episode. Peace worth protecting here on the Good Apple Podcast. Remember, this is a multi-part series. So stay tuned. Next week, we'll be adding some more to this wonderful topic 
Hope you guys are enjoying the information. If you are, please keep the conversation going. Get connected. Get linked in, okay? All of the information is down below in the description box or the show notes, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. So let's stay connected. Alrighty, so until next Sunday, don't forget I am Dr. Sharonda Simone and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.